Welcome to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. My name is Lonnie Mitchell, and I'm a self-love and mindset coach for overwhelmed moms and women craving more. This woman is ready to rediscover herself, love herself, and become her best self to step into the confident badass she knows she is. Each week, I'll be giving you tips and tools on everything mindset, self-love, healthy habits, and more. So if you're ready to release all that no longer serves you, break free from your limiting beliefs, and become aligned in mind, body, and spirit to become your most confident self, let's get into it. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Lonnie Mitchell, and your mindset mentor. Today is a very special episode. I'm super excited because we have Miss Sophia Christine here. She is a spiritual business mentor, and um, I don't think we've been connected for like too, too long, but I somehow came across her within the last year anyway, and she was going live with another coach, and they were talking all about authenticity and alignment and especially in business. I remember it capturing me so much. And so I pretty much just started stalking Sophia from that point on. <laughs> um, and so we've, we've had some chats here and there and grown like a little bit closer and developed a bit of a friendship. But one thing about her that I really admire is how authentic she is and she just claims it and owns it. And I thought that it was really important to bring that to the podcast and to talk about that and inspire you guys to also show up with with that same authenticity and just kind of having that fuck it energy <laughs> of I'm going to do things my way and how that can actually help you not only personally with that freedom, but also professionally, like especially if you have a business and being authentic within your business. So hello, Miss Sophia. Thank you so much for being here. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Lonnie. It's an honor to be here and Welcome to everybody who's listening. I'm so excited to speak on on this on this subject of authenticity and specifically in your business and showing up online and other areas of your life as well. How to how to be authentic, how to really speak your truth, own your truth, and mm-hmm. express yourself. Yes, absolutely. And for those of you who don't know, she's in Tulum right now, which is super cool. <laughs> I feel like that's an important thing to note. It is. Yes. Um, So we don't really even have a plan for this podcast, really, just to be fully transparent with you guys. uh, We're very much more intuitive with it and just letting the conversation kind of flow where it will. So I guess my first question for you, Sophia, would be, was there a specific point in time, um, personally or professionally, where you kind of had your effort moment of, you know, I'm I'm not being myself. I'm not being true to myself and I'm I'm sick of it. I feel trapped. I'm that's it. I'm just letting it shine kind of or have you always felt comfortable being within your authentic self? It's such a good question. <laughs> um I definitely have not always felt comfortable being my authentic self. Um there was a period about 6 years ago <clears throat> I hit a rock bottom. Um, so part of my story is dealing with substance abuse, specifically around alcohol. And, um, you know, I grew up in an alcoholic home and it, I started drinking very young and uh, dealt with a lot of like social anxiety, a lot of like severe anxiety disorders. And, um, I kind of use alcohol to self-medicate and, and to feel more comfortable in my own skin. And six years ago, I ended up getting arrested for drinking and driving. And it was just this like, 
breakdown moment in my life because I, I had actually studied quite a bit of metaphysics and manifestation and, um, done a lot of subconscious, subconscious work on myself. Um, you know, I'd been seeing a hypnotherapist for many years and I just had this realization at that time that I created that, like I was creating, I created the DUI. I was responsible for that. And I took a look at my life and the way that I was living. And for a long time before that, before that actually manifested and happened, I felt this like yearning inside of myself for more. And I remember, cause I used like drinking was like a really big part of my lifestyle. Um, and I would go out and I would, I would like get, you know, have more drinks than a lot of people would. And I would just wake up the next morning being like, I want to stop. I can't keep doing this. Like, I, I don't know how to stop. I really don't want to keep doing this. But what I was experiencing at the time was actually an inability to be honest with myself. And what was really happening is I had this like gnawing anxiety and, and fear within me. And I was so ashamed of it because I had done so much work on myself already. And I was like, I should, I should know better. Why am I still feeling like this? Why am I still feeling so miserable in my own skin? And the universe, it's funny how the universe does this, um, you know, gave me the DUI. I ended up in, in self-help programs and, um, I ended up having to be honest for the first time and and it was super hard and, and, you know, I've had an intimate journey with my throat chakra and still going through it, but definitely not like it used to be. Um, and I realized for the first time in my life, when that happened, I started to be honest and like, it was really scary to be honest, to admit, like, I think I have a problem with alcohol. I think I have a problem with anxiety. It's like, oh shit, this is like hard to admit. Um, and it, it was very liberating at the same time to finally be honest and to finally like speak my truth. And it was also freaking terrifying at the same time. Um, so from there, I just, I really started to realize the power of, of owning my truth and being honest with myself. So from there, you know, it's been, I've been on this, this spiritual journey for almost 12 years now. And that was like a big pivotal moment in my spiritual journey and in my personal journey. And then bringing that into business now, just seeing like the way that social media is and how the nature of social media, and I'm guilty of this even still to this day, but the nature of social media is like, look at how awesome my life is. Look at all the highlights of my life. And that's amazing. And your life gets to be, gets to be all highlights. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with expressing yourself in that way. Yeah. But I found for myself, it was to express myself only in that way. Gave me that same sense of like, separation from myself. Right. And it was like through the experience of like getting sober and like, really like learning how to be honest with myself and with other people, like, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm feeling this way. Um, this is how I'm actually feeling. This is what I'm actually experiencing inside. This is the story that I've created. This is where I'm in fear. This is where I'm in resentment and learning how to, to just be honest about that stuff. 
and then seeing how powerful the truth and being honest and authentic really can be. Um, because I also think that, you know, our truth is a lot bigger than us. I think that it it is related to our connection with our spirit. And I think that we channel our truth from a much deeper place and the ego is afraid of our deep truth. Mm. Mm -hmm. That that sentence right there, our ego is afraid of our deep truth. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is like, you know, we live in a world where there's a massive spiritual awakening happening right now. So many people are waking up to the truth that like we are spiritual beings. Um, you know, there's, there's a loving benevolent force that's at play, you know, it's way bigger than us. Yeah. And, and I think the ego, you know, lives in a lot of fear. It lives in a lot of control. I've got to like make things happen. I've got to control the outcome. Um, and the soul is like, kind of like the wild west when you start relying on your soul because it's like your hands are off mm-hmm. and it's like oh like the you're letting the universe use you and guide you and i think when it comes to being authentic online it's like you know in the depths of your soul what's true and what's authentic to you and a lot of times what happens is our ego out of fear out of trying to keep us safe um, out of fear of what would happen if we actually speak our truth, because mm-hmm. a lot of us fear we won't be accepted or we won't be loved if we actually share our truth. Yeah. And the reality is that's not true. Right. So yeah. being able to like recognize the fears. And and I think when it comes to being authentic and honest with yourself, the most important thing is for you to be honest with yourself. Yes, definitely. Is Was there anything that... um helped you to be more honest with with yourself like whether it was like going to a therapist or those like the programs or anything like that thank you for sharing that because that's like super vulnerable to to share um and I think a lot of people will get value out of you out of you sharing that and being so vulnerable and real about it uh but yeah was there anything that helped you to finally say okay yeah let's just get real and be honest here Totally. Yeah. I have this one mentor, um, who definitely helped me be honest. And, you know, there were a few times where she would call me out and be like, you're not being honest. Like what's the truth. And Lonnie, it was literally like physically painful to speak the truth. Like it, but at the same time, so liberating, like there was a moment where me and this woman were working together and we were, we were working together. It was really powerful. We were like working together under a full moon and she's super intuitive. And we were doing some inner work together and we were doing this exercise that involved like, um, you know, like me sharing my fears and like being really honest. It was like an honesty exercise, but like, these are my fears. Um, these are where I'm not like, these are where I'm holding myself back where I'm living in my ego. And she asked me a question that was like, what are your ticket to the graves? Like, what is, what is the thing you're not telling me? Oh, and I was like, Ooh, fuck. Sorry. I don't know if I can curse on here. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) All about authenticity. Right. Um, And, and, you know, I did have something I was keeping from her and I did have a secret I was keeping from her. And there was this like force. She asked me, she was like, listen, I know I can feel there's something you're not telling me. She said, you either tell me or I'm getting up and I'm leaving. 
Ooh. and we can't work together anymore. And I was like, and it was so bizarre. It was like this burning sensation, this burning force moving out of my heart through my throat to like speak. And I told her the truth, like crying, messy, ugly tears. And it was such a powerful experience. I, I started to notice too that like, as I started to consciously open up to building a deeper spiritual connection, um, things would come out and they would almost like move through me. And it was like, I wasn't doing it. It was like, they were moving through me. And that was definitely one of those instances. And just to be held accountable and have somebody be like, you either tell me or I'm leaving. Yeah. And it was like, oh, she was like, listen, if you're, if you can't be honest with me, we can't, we can't work together. And she had been helping me so much. So I was like, I want to, I want to keep working with you. And I don't think, um, I think most people don't do that to us. Right. Like they're not like, if you don't tell me I'm leaving, right. They don't hold that, that boundary, that yeah. standard. They're not holding us to it. So for somebody to do that, it, it, I was like, I either tell her the truth or she leaves. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want that. So that was definitely a big turning point for me too. That's amazing. And that's, it, I think that speaks to her as a coach as well, because, um, and I've been guilty of this because I actually, I have a client right now where I could tell, like, she was so excited to start and she was definitely seeing some momentum, but we weren't getting, we weren't getting deep. And so I started pushing her a little bit more. I'm like, okay, maybe she needs a little bit more time. So, you know, peel the edges just a little bit. And then I'm, I'm like, okay, it's time now. Like we need to get a little bit deeper. And then a few days after, um, cause I like for all my clients, I tell them you need to have a morning routine, morning or evening, because it's not about like, you need to do this to be successful. It's no, you need to connect with yourself first thing in the morning and ground and get clear on like, be intentional about how you want to show up for yourself and your goals and things like that. Right. So that's one of the first things I start with people and she had been traveling and stuff. So we, we didn't, you know, get into it just yet. And I said, okay, we'll start it once you get back. And she kept pushing and pushing it. And then finally I just called her out and I'm like, you're resisting this. Why? Let's get into it. Let's get deep. And then, so she, she finally started saying it, but then a few days later, she's like, you know, my head's just not in the same space. Like I want to cancel our call and all mm -hmm. this stuff. And so it wasn't like necessarily anything that she was unhappy with, but I can just tell, oh, she, she thought she was ready to go deep and she's actually not. And that's not something to force. Um, and it's something you do have to be careful with because sometimes you do need someone to just call you out on your shit. Like your coach did with you and say, Hey, this, this is what it is. Like, tell me, or I'm, or I'm leaving because you're ready for this next level. And then sometimes it's, they're not ready for that yet. And you have to respect the healing process, but I'm like, I pretty much, I feel like I'm kind of in that moment where your coach would be where it's okay. We either do this or we don't kind of thing. Um, but then I notice, like me as it's like a bit of a people pleaser coming out of, Oh, well, I don't want her to get pissed off at me if I push too much. So the fact that your coach was just she just knew that right and didn't have any of that people pleaser in her because I think especially for if you're starting out um 
within a business, no matter what it is, you have that people pleaser within mm-hmm. you. So that's definitely something that I had to learn. I learned to get rid of the people pleaser within my personal life, but that was a lesson I also had to learn professionally. And every mm-hmm. once in a while, it'll, it'll pop up. So the the fact that your coach uh, was able to do that, I think, is a testament to like how good she is. And I'm glad that you had that you had that support. So within your within your business, has there been any points where you started showing up differently? You started showing up like even in a deeper level of authenticity and what kind of shifts did you notice in your business? Yeah, I love this question also. So I'm de- like I said, I'm definitely guilty. I'm still human. I'm still on the journey of like learning how to be my most authentic it's self. It's a lifelong journey. It's a lifestyle. It's- Definitely a lifelong journey. <laughs> um, and, you know, I got more comfortable being authentic and honest in my personal life offline. Um, and that sort of translated into my online presence in some ways, but there were definitely a lot of ways where I was being held back. Um, it's interesting too, like just for me personally, like I feel like there's almost two sides of myself. Like there's this like, fun, flirty, like, look at me side of myself. That's like really fun. Like, I love that side of myself. And then there's like this like deep, sensitive, emotional, like introspective side of myself. And I definitely have both sides. So it actually makes sense if you're into human design, I'm a two, four projector. So I've got the, like, um, like, I think it's the, the, the two line is the hermit. And, um, that's like totally like my deep introspective. And then I've got, I think it's the four line. And that's like the, the opportunist that like loves being around people. I might have those backwards. I'm definitely not an expert in human design. I'm um, a projector too, though. So I get it. Yeah. And I, I have, I feel like, I think I'm one third or something, but I feel like what you just described, I mm-hmm. have that same thing. And it's like love, light, boho. And then yes. this other side who's like dark shadows and powerful yeah. and yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So just like throughout my journey, um, you know, I've gone back and forth, like ever since I started my business, I've been coaching for about two years now. I think in the beginning, when I first started putting myself out into the world as a coach, um, it was two years ago. I really didn't know what I was doing at the time to be fully honest. (laughs) I had studied like sales and marketing, but I was just doing the best that I could to put myself out there. And I didn't even know like what it meant to be authentic or like, I just had no idea. So I was being authentic to some degree, but I definitely, wasn't being like my fullest self. And then, you know, throughout the time, just going through phases, almost like cycles of like being more authentic. Um, I think it also depends on the phase that we're at in our life too. Like sometimes my authentic, my authentic expression is like, I'm flirty and I want to dance on camera and like look all sexy and fabulous. And sometimes my authentic expression is like, I am in a really dark period and I would just want to cry, <laughs> like feel my feelings. Um, so I think the one thing that that happened to me that was that was a big turning point is I went through a pretty intense breakup last year and I realized I was not able to show up as this flirty fun version of myself because I just was not that and how I see it because of my experience getting sober and because it literally saved my life to speak the truth and honor my real emotions, honor my anxiety and honor my fear. And that was actually how I was able to move through them. 
I saw this pattern again with my breakup and it was like, okay, can I honor this grief? Can I honor this sadness? Can I honor this heartbreak rather than running away from it and avoiding it and pretending like everything's okay? Because when, for me, when I'm pretending, when I'm pretending like everything's okay and I'm not acknowledging like, oh, I have this fear or I have this insecurity or, oh, this is coming up for me. When I'm pretending like those things don't exist, it's like keeping them in the dark. And for me, it's like this suffocating feeling spiritually. So for me, when I actually acknowledge those things and admit them to other people or to my online community or whatever, there's there's a lot of liberation in that to be seen in our truth, right? Because, um, you know, they say in some circles, like we're only as sick as our secrets. So I think the way to like set yourself free is to not keep secrets. Like you just don't keep secrets, right? And obviously like some things are sacred and you don't need to share everything online. But I think like- I don't think that's a secret then. I think like a secret is more so you're afraid of it being known. Whereas if you're keeping something personal to you, it's not necessarily a secret. It's it's that conscious choice of this is just special for me. It's not like a fear thing. Totally. I agree. I like that. Yeah. But, but when I went through my breakup, um, I realized I couldn't, I couldn't show up how I used to show up. And I felt like what I was going through was really valuable for other people because it was really hard to go through a breakup. I think this is another part of authentic expression is like, like I was saying in the beginning, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than you. It's really about being of service to the greater good. So if my experience can benefit somebody else, Yeah. I'm much more open to sharing about it, even if it is vulnerable. So with my breakup, that was hard. That required me to step into a new level of courage, a new level of faith. And it was really challenging. And I see so many women who stay in unsatisfying relationships because they're afraid to leave, you know, and that was me. That was me for a long time. So, you know, I started, I realized I was either going to have to pretend and paint on a happy face and pretend like what I was going through wasn't real. I could, I had three options. That was option A. Option B would be not show up, which a lot of people do. I see this happen a lot. Um, You know, we go through a hard times. Life is hard. Like not always. Life is also easy and good sometimes too, but there's the duality in life, right? So there are going to be challenging times. That's just the nature of life. Option two, disappear, stop showing up. Or option three, show up through what I was going through. Mm-hmm. And I chose that because like I said, I do believe that, you know, I've been on this journey long enough where I feel pretty empowered in how to walk myself through challenging times. Um, you know, everybody's situations are different, but I understand my own internal representation system enough to walk myself through difficult times. And, and I felt like it was important to share what I was going through with my breakup and it was vulnerable and it was hard, but I noticed this, this new level of, again, authentic expression and being honest and being truthful. And then from there, I really started to look at like, where am I not being authentic and how I show up online? And there have been, even since then, in the last six months, periods where I'm like feeling really authentic and really aligned. And then there's other periods where I'm I'm back in the, the um, pretend zone almost. Like, I think, I think all of us teeter. I think we're trained. You were mentioning people pleasing. Yeah. 
think our society breeds people pleasing into us. Absolutely. Well, and especially with business too, and typical training and everything like that, especially if you come from a nine to five and you should show up a certain way, like sharing about Mm -hmm. your breakup could possibly like, we're trained to think, well, that's professional. No, just talk about business um, and, and things like that. Because how you were talking about how you have these two sides of yourself, I, and I still kind of go through this sometimes. And like you said, you, you catch yourself where you're like, oh shit, I'm going back into that people pleasing aspect or thinking I have to do it this way. But if you look through my Instagram, you see pictures where I'm really flowy and beachy and it's just this light, free spirit, um, very like grounded, but also just like freedom. Like that's, that's the vibe that, that I get. And I'm just all love and light. I feel, and that that's definitely a side of me. And then there's also this tough love side of me where it's like, listen, bitch, I'm going to empower the fuck out of you right now. And I have like the red on and the red lips and it's like moody and kind of have that face on. And for the longest time, I'm like, I have to pick one of these. Or if your energy is different, right? Because sometimes your energy is in that like fire mode, but then sometimes your energy is more laid back and relaxed and we're talking about deep things and it requires a softer voice and stuff. And I thought for the longest time, I need to be consistent. I need to pick one. But both of those are authentic. Mm -hmm. And I see like a bit of that similarity in in your stuff too. Like some of the pictures, it's like, oh man, she is like pushing edges right now. And she's showing up so fiercely. And then there's other photos or lives where it's that it's like part of it is empowering. And then you go into the more healing, lovey-dovey aspect, right? And it's like all of these are are authentic but society teaches us well that's not consistent you don't know who you are then because you're not staying consistent (laughs) yeah this I love the the word consistency well actually I don't love it but I love that you brought it up yeah Um, because like I've been really into like masculine and feminine energetics and like the feminine is like the full spectrum right like the masculine is the consistency is like the straight line you know feminine is like the the sphere of it all. And I think as women, as women in business, you know, we have a different relationship. We literally have a cycle where every 28 days or so, you know, depending on where we're at, like we feel different. We literally experience reality differently. We have these hormonal fluctuations within ourselves and we get to be all of it, right? Like even this idea of like, oh, I need to be one niche or, um, you know, is this professional? How, is this going to confuse my audience? I think our audience is smart, are smart. Our audience members are smart. And if you feel like it's connected within yourself, that that's what really matters. Right. And I think like we're moving into this new paradigm of business where the feminine model and aspects of it are a lot more acceptable and people are, are actually drawn to those aspects more. It's shifting for sure. You can see yeah. that in the space. Did you notice a shift in your business when you started embodying more of that authenticity and releasing more of that pressure or the shoulds? You know, I did. I wish I could say that my business blew up when I started doing that. And that's not quite what happened. Um, but I noticed a shift in 
my audience, my community, I notice a lot more people reaching out to me and saying how much my work has impacted their life. Uh, And that's the whole point of it, right? Like you're, you're making an impact. Totally. You want, you want the money too. Like you, you still need to earn a living. <laughs> but well, like, and, and the money, that's the thing. Here's the thing is like the money has been coming and I used to, I originally built my business doing direct outreach, which I still do. And I don't, I don't hate it um, because I take a very personalized approach, like a very intuitive approach. It's not like mass messaging, mass pitching, cold pitching. Like that's not at all what I do. Um, I just love meeting people online and like connecting with new people. So, yeah. you know, I think it's important in business to like always be expanding your audience and getting new yeah. eyes on your brand. So that is something that I still do not as much. Um, but I noticed instead of me reaching out to people to see if they were interested, instead, I had a lot more people reaching out to me to say they were interested. Yeah. So even just the way in which I started signing clients shifted, it shifted pretty greatly. And that's really cool, right? That attraction marketing. Your vibe attracts your tribe. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Yeah. I said it that way because that's a saying that's not my saying, you guys. (laughs) 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 I have a I have like a Tumblr thing that says it. Your vibe attracts. I'm not trying to take credit. Um, but I love that that you said that. Uh because I've noticed so last year I went through a really difficult breakup as well. Um And I did kind of pause from the business a bit. I was like, you know what? While I'm here, I'm going to take a week off. And if I feel something on my heart I want to post, I'm going to post it. And it started being about authenticity and alignment. And I started realizing, I'm like, I think I want to focus. I focused more on health before. And I was like, no, I think I want to focus on this, though, of like having the authenticity and alignment within your life. Um, And I got a, a lot of people just saying, you know, your energy the last month has like really been empowering and I'm just like that's really funny because that is not how I feel right now Mm -hmm. uh but at the same time I was still speaking my truth and what was you know kind of coming through but I didn't share kind of what was going on with anyone and um where I was at is a village of like less than a thousand people (laughs) so uh the place I hang out at you know a few of them they knew what was going on and they also saw me and they're like well you seem to be doing great and I'm like, I was just crying in the corner like a couple days ago when dude was blowing up my phone and telling me I'm pretty much a piece of crap and accusing me of things that I didn't even do. Um, but okay. And then it's like, well, what are you expecting me to do? Are you wanting me to like walk around solemnly all day? Like, And I told her, I said, well, you don't see when I'm in bed at night looking up narcissistic videos to try to figure out what the fuck I just went through. And I'm crying in my bed at night. <laughs> But I'm also not going to like be going around here like I if I'm having a happy moment, I'm going to allow myself to have that. But I feel like even people, they'll if they know what's going on or something, right, they'll put you in a box thinking, well, shouldn't you be acting like this then? You know what I mean? And so I think it happens personally. It happens within our business of people have these expectations and then it's almost like you feel you have to live up to that. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think people will always have their expectations, but that's where like leadership comes in, right? Yeah. Like look at people like Gandhi and Jesus, like people had expectations for them, you know? Did they live up to them? Maybe some of the expectations, but I think as leaders, and I think entrepreneurship and leadership are really closely in in um interconnected. 
Yes. You have to be brave enough to pursue your truth and your vision, regardless of what people's expectations are. And it's almost like you put the blinders on and you like send them love and have compassion for the people that don't understand. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you, you're like, no, like, this is why, like, being a visionary, you have a vision, you're holding true, you're moving towards your vision, mm-hmm. regardless of what's going on in the outside world, regardless of what other people are projecting onto you. It's like you hold true to your vision. I mean, honestly, if you look, I love Jesus and Gandhi, both as leaders, like both of them made such a lasting impact in humanity, um, in the history of India, you know, Jesus obviously created like there's like a whole religion after him, which is a different conversation. (laughs) Um, But like, you know, as leaders, like both of these men, like they made such an impact on humanity and they both got murdered. Like people, they, they stayed true to their, their vision, to their truth. And like, they upset a lot of people. I think that's something too. That's very, I'm glad that you brought that up because how you said at the beginning, a lot of people are afraid to be authentic because they're afraid that they won't be liked or accepted. And it is actually true to an extent, but those are not your people. Exactly. And it's like, I I actually, I think I heard this or read this somewhere in the last week, but you have to be the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. You can't be like this flashlight moving about saying, hey, like, come on, come over here. Like, you're the lighthouse. You're shining that light the ships that want to come to shore come to shore um but i think seeing that in society of how when people have been so authentic and standing in their truth that it has been punished it's it's been scary to allow people to it's been scary for people then to try to actually step step into that but we just have to i think keep pushing and because that's the only way that life is going to that life is going to change if we keep pushing those Um, pushing those boundaries and I think another important aspect too is especially when you're in this kind of entrepreneurship journey is that your business is an extension of you and so I've I've had clients where they're like you know I'm feeling all these emotions and I just I can't show up for business lately like I don't know what's going on and yeah this happened but it's over with so like I don't know why I'm still feeling uninspired and da 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 and it's like you haven't actually processed what happened. And so that's reflecting within your, within your business. Um, And so having that personal development and learning to be honest with yourself and stay true and authentic to yourself is really important for not only your mental well-being in your business, but also for showing up within it as well. Totally. Yeah. And I think like in my programs and in the work that I do, I do bring in a heavy spiritual component because we have to really embody the belief and the understanding that number one, divine intelligence is benevolent and is looking out for us and has our best interests in mind, right? The world we live in uh, is mostly run by a thought system based on fear. So a lot of people don't live in this embodiment. They don't live in this realization, not from a judgmental place. Do I say this, but more from a place of having compassion, understanding that a lot of people they live in suffering. They live in separation from their true self. And like, that's, um, that's the duality of the human existence. Right. So really remembering that, like you're safe, divine intelligence is looking out for you. And also I think a lot of it too, um, 
you know, feeling safe to speak our truth? Are people going to reject us? Moving through fears related to um, lovability, are we lovable, being rejected, being accepted? Also fears related to dying, fears related to death, right? Like when you when you really embody the spiritual perspective, understanding, I believe what, what I believe my school of thought is, you know, we, we know we are, we're all going to go someday and we're also eternal at the same time. So like, yes, we leave this body, we leave this incarnation, but it's not the end of us, you know? So really embodying this and, and believing this on a deep level, I think is important for leadership as well, because then it's not as important um, what happens in the outside world, because you know that you're safe, you know that that source, that the universe, God, whatever word you use to describe it, is looking out for you, is actually guiding you to share this vision, to pursue this vision, right? And ultimately, we know how it ends anyways. Like, no, we don't, we're not going to be in these physical bodies forever. So to live in so much fear, to let the fear hold us back, it it really is a waste of our life force energy, but it's also a journey to learn how to embody this, to learn how to move through the fears. Because like I said, that's the duality of the human experience. That's the nature of the human experience. And it's not wrong and it's not bad. It's just our evolution to, you know, reconnect back to that higher state where we really come from and what we really are. I love, I just love everything that you said, especially divine intelligence. I've never heard heard it said like that and that really resonates for me I vibe with that um but yeah and going back to what you said earlier of how your soul already knows it's your your ego and that human self that is getting in your way and it's like every time you let that win over it's like you're already having a mini death to me anyway that's that's kind of my feeling on it so it's like just just live like you're you're gonna die at some point why are you repeatedly like kind of killing yourself off right now by living in these fears and for settling for less when you know you want more you know you desire more, you know you deserve more so knock it off and start living <laughs> I have a saying settle less live live more but it's like mm-hmm. it reminds me of the Tesla cars which there's a lot of articles on those, so I don't really like this example, but it's it's the easiest visual example for those of you who are visual learners. Of it's like you're in the Tesla car and that that's your soul and it's driving you. And so you can take your hands off and know you're you're safe and it's gonna get you to where you need to go, to where you wanna go. I'm not endorsing Tesla because I have seen articles and so no, I would not recommend taking your hands off the wheel. Um, they've had a lot of recalls. <laughs> um yes Elon Musk please don't cancel me for saying that but (laughs) um but that's just like that visual example of your soul knows the way take your hands off like you are guided and you're not you're not alone in this because it is so easy to feel alone or like you're the only one going through it and I think that's another reason why how you mentioned sharing your truth with other people like yes you're helping them but it gives them permission as well to share their story and so many other people to share and realize, yeah, we're not going through this shit alone. Like a lot of people go through this as well. I think sometimes our ego wants to feel like mm-hmm. we're the only one who goes through it because it helps us feel significant, but there's so many mm-hmm. other ways to feel significant and to get that need met. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I, I really feel you on the feelings of isolation. And I feel like that's even where I was at 
in my drinking days is like, you know, the shame, the shame and the, the feeling like there's something wrong with me. I can't share this with anybody. I should know better. Like, why am I experiencing this? Like that is isolation Yeah, to isolate ourselves, to, to not be honest with the other people in our lives, with ourselves about how we're feeling. Like that's a very isolating feeling to have shame around what we're experiencing or what we've done. It's very isolating, you know? And I think, you know, I love your, your saying settle less, live more. A lot of people don't know how to do that though. You know, like it's not something that we're taught a lot. But that's of what we're here for. We're here to teach exactly. you. <laughs> exactly. And I think too, it's important to remember, like you, you mentioned this too, it's all a lifelong journey. Yep. So I'm by no means like finished. Like I've done a lot of work, literally been on this journey for 12 years. Yeah. Crazy. I, it's just insane how much energy and time has gone into this. Um, and there's still stuff that comes up, right? There's still fears that I notice. There are still areas where I'm holding myself back. And I think you just get better and better and better and better every single day. And even if sometimes that that looks like being stuck in a fear-based story or shit hitting the fan, mm-hmm. I always see whenever shit hits the fan, it's like, okay, where am I? What am I doing within myself to create this? Like, not always like from a place of blame, but from a place of curiosity being like, what can I learn from this? How could this be guiding me to the highest good? Um, I think also too, that's important with authentic expression as well, because a lot of times authentic expression is related to our vulnerability. It's easy to express Mm. yourself from a happy and joyous place. Sometimes, sometimes that can be difficult for people as well. But for me, I find it harder to express my fears and my sadness and my anger, because I'm like, well, will they still love me if, if I speak my truth, if I show this side of myself. Right. And I think remembering too, um, that, Oh, I kind of lost where I was going with this. It was so good. Um, I'm loving everything that you're saying. (laughs) And the fact that you brought up of like, I, I do think your level of authenticity is directly correlated to your level of vulnerability that you're willing to meet yourself at. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And I love like Brene Brown and her work. Are you familiar? Yes. So good. She even says like joy is vulnerable. Like, so it is. It is. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's like just letting the world see these parts of ourselves, and that's so good. Like, I, I just love this work and I love like, for me, like the honesty, the bringing the shadows to light, the like admitting our fears and admitting our our insecurities and stuff to ourselves and to other people, like with love and with compassion and understanding that like there is a solution. There's a way to move through them. Like we don't, we don't have to keep them in the dark and let them rule our lives. Like there's absolutely a way through it. There's a reason why it's love and light, you know, mm-hmm. shining the light on those, on those shadows, but you need the shadows to know what light is as well. So like you, you've mentioned, you need that, um, that duality. And now I just had a thought that, that was really good, but now I just lost it. (laughs) It sucks when that happened. Oh, it was the joy thing. Cause I think people probably think, you know, well, how is it vulnerable if you're expressing joy? I'm going to tell you guys right now is vulnerable for me to express joy because I always, admired people who seemed very put together like ever since I was a little girl and that's like how I wanted to be and polish and all this stuff 
but in my heart, like I'm an old soul, but at the same time, young at heart. And especially if it's around animals, like I will turn into a five-year-old. And so when I'm really joyful, I am very goofy. And sometimes thoughts don't fully process and I say some stupid stuff (laughs) and they're like, really? And I'll have to say like, I have a master's degree in economics. I swear I'm intelligent. Um, But when I'm in the moment and I'm happy and joyous, I'm very childlike. And I've had people ask me like, how many drinks did you have? And I'm like, I had one and like two hours ago, like I'm stone cold sober. So people think I'm I'm drunk or I'm tipsy when really it's just being goofy. And so for me, I have been more cautious with who I share that side with because people do judge it. <laughs> and it's a very it's a very important aspect to me. Like I I enjoy that side of myself because it is so carefree and just happy and and joyous. So it's like, well, I don't want that tainted by other people. So I'm more cautious about when I let that side out. And yeah, so that's how you can be vulnerable with being joyous. I thought that was important to share. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, Yeah, and with with vulnerability and joy, just to add on to that too, I like Brene Brown talks about, um, I've been reading, I just finished, um, dare to lead. And now I'm, I'm actually listening to the audiobook of daring greatly. And she says like falling in love, you know, starting a business, all these things are so vulnerable yeah. and joyful at the same time, because there's always like the possibility of what if, what if this doesn't work out? What if I lose this? What if they don't feel the same way back? You know? And it's like, it is vulnerable, And I think to be able to admit those things, right? Because like I was saying earlier, when we, when we deny any fear associated, any fears that we have, right? That's when it becomes a shadow. When we keep it in the dark, when we don't acknowledge it, that's what a shadow is. It's something that we keep in the dark. We're not, we're not illuminating with our awareness. And that's when it creates the shame. It creates the feelings of of isolation. Um, And and those feelings really inhibit us from being able to be our authentic self. And I I think it is a journey. It's a process of learning how to feel safe, learning how to feel safe in expression. And I think like the people that you share with is really important. The people that you're authentic with, um, you know, unfortunately not everybody is safe to share their authentic expression, you know, and like there are even places in the world right now where like, you know, people are protesting and sharing their truth and they're, and they're, you know, they're getting killed and and not everybody is safe to speak their truth. Um, So I think knowing, knowing and seeking safe spaces for expression where you can be authentic is really important. Um, And then for you within yourself to cultivate this inner safety around expressing yourself is important as well. I think that's the first step first and foremost is having it with within yourself and it kind of just takes practice. And one thing that's helped me a lot is asking, what will I regret more? Like, will I regret hiding myself or even if someone doesn't accept me, can I, can I be okay with that? Like, would I regret not showing up fully myself? Um, So yeah, I think being honest with yourself about what you would regret as well. And like you said, we're going to die at some point. I would much rather live with, damn, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Then, wow, I really wish I would have done X, Y, Z. 
and mm. just, you know, done that to live a more fulfilling life for myself. Um, but anyway, oh my gosh, we're almost going up on an hour here. I feel like we could talk about this for hours. So totally. <laughs> for, before we sign off here, is there like one thing that really stands out to you that you would give as a piece of advice on how to identify and embody more of your authentic self within your personal life, within your business? Yeah, I would say just notice how you feel in your body. Like if you're feeling stifled, if you're feeling like um, maybe there's like a blockage of energy or you're just not feeling free. If you're not feeling free within your own experience, then I would imagine there's probably something you're not admitting to yourself. And before you admit it to anybody else, you don't need to go online and publicly disclose it or or you don't even have to share it with anybody else. But I think yeah. if you're feeling that way for you to start being honest with yourself, you know, and sometimes being honest with, with yourself can look like, I don't know the answer to this. I don't know what's going on, but there's something going on. And it can be as simple as that, right? It's not always like we have to have every answer and know every detail of what's going on in our inside of our experience. Sometimes it's just a humble realization that like, I actually don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I'm experiencing. And then having a willingness and openness to, um, to moving through it and to, you know, receive support. I love that. And that's something that's actually been very beneficial in my relationships as well is because sometimes you just wake up and you're in a mood and you don't know why, or like there's maybe a time period, like a couple of weeks where, yeah, your energy has shifted and you can tell, like, yeah, something's going on with me and I don't know what it is. And I used to shame myself so much. Like, again, why can't you just be consistent? Like, oh, you're just an emotional bitch. Like, what's wrong with you? And then when I was able to honor that more and just simply express it to someone and because if they would say like, you know, something's going on with you and I would get defensive and now it's just like, yeah, something is going on. I don't know what it is. So just heads up kind of thing. And it just that even open. Oh, my God, I can't talk. Even that open communication can really help with those those relationships. And like you said, you know, it can help with having someone to talk you through it as well and I I love that you mentioned as well you don't have to go online and show yourself crying because I think that was a trend for a hot minute and it's like that's not the definition of vulnerability if that's what feels good for you and how you need to express yourself cool but I think a lot of people were almost doing it as like almost a marketing tactic I think too saying well I need to be vulnerable online so let me go record myself crying and For me personally, anyway, if I'm crying or if I'm meditating, like I actually did a video of myself meditating the other day. I'm like showing this is my morning routine. I'm like, this is the weirdest shit. Why would I record myself meditating? That is not what this is for. There should be no phones right now unless I have like the backgrounds, ambiance waves playing or whatever. Um, But I'm not going to like start crying and then record myself and be like, I'm so sad. It's like, no, if someone needs to do that to process again, like that's, that's your journey. Um, But I do think some people started forcing themselves essentially do that to show, Hey, I'm authentic. And these are my bad moments. And you can share that in whatever way that feels good for you. And maybe that looks like just telling a friend, or maybe it looks like making a post after you've processed. Um, So yeah, I think I'm glad that you brought that up. I don't know how you feel about all that. 
I, I don't know. I like to share some of that stuff just because I think, um, for me, it's part of my process and it's part of where I'm at, but not always, you know, it really depends. And I think, I think whatever feels good for you and like, there's no rules. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if it's authentic, yes, do it. Like if that's authentic to you. But I think there was that hot moment where people were almost feeling the pressure to do that. Um, And so that that's why I was wanting to just make that point that authenticity doesn't mean you have to show up online and like share all that crap. Um, But for me, like I do believe in sharing the dark and and the light. So like sometimes I'll make a post and be like, hey, this is what I'm going through. Like just FYI, no, I'm not perfect either. So (laughs) um, I, I think it's important to share that in whatever way feels good for you, like you said. Um, So anyway, yes, like no shame, no judgment or anything like that. Just stay true and authentic to yourself and how you need to process and move through those emotions. You know what I mean? Um, So Okay, yes. Any final thoughts? Uh, I will be sharing Sophia's Instagram, by the way, in the show notes. If you want to go follow her, definitely recommend following her. Um, So you'll have the link there. Is there any other place that you want people to find you or anything you want to share before we head off here? Um, yeah, Instagram is probably the best place to connect with me as of now. And yeah, if you liked this, um, I'm sure Lonnie would appreciate it too. Like share it on your social media people. Yeah. Like it, it, it means a lot to to know that you're listening. And if you want to send either of us a message and just let us know that you listened and that you resonate with this, it, it really makes our days to get messages like that I'm sure at least for me it does I'm sure Lonnie I yeah honestly like anytime I get those messages it's not that it's a validation thing per se like we need the validation but it's almost like that message from from source saying like yeah you're on the right path you know what I mean so like when people tell you man I really resonate with this or like that helped me it's like okay I'm I'm stepping into my purpose like this we're doing our jobs here and helping other people. I love getting those messages. Totally. totally. All right, my dears. Well, thank you for joining us. I hope you got value. I think this was the longest episode ever and we could probably go on even more about authenticity and and healing. Sophia is such such a beautiful soul. And her eyebrows are absolutely immaculate, just so you guys know, because we're on Zoom right now. I meant to say that to you earlier. I was like admiring your eyebrows for a minute. I'm like, I don't even pay attention to that stuff usually, but I'm like, wow, she has really nice. I fill them in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have to like, you see, I have such light hair. Um, But anyway, thank you guys for being here. Like Sophia said, um, feel free to share it on your socials, share it with friends. If you know, you have some that you think this could help them as well. And until next time, as always, you guys know the drill, love yourself fiercely and unapologetically. Thank you for listening to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. I hope you got value out of this episode. And if you did, I would love and appreciate so much if you would take 30 seconds to click that review button on Spotify to give this podcast a review and share on Instagram what your biggest takeaway was with hashtag weightlesswarrior. Until next time, go love yourself fiercely and unapologetically. Bye.